If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Tonight, using Nanakwami Bediakon as a case study, we explore the possibility of having a new force in Ghana's politics. Is Nanakwami Bediakon popularly known as Cheddar, the third force Ghanaians have been yearning for, or he's simply the third wheel in the NPP-NDC relationship? Or is he simply the new force, as you want us to put it? You know what? There is nothing like I'm hiding the source of my wealth, my brother. It's in your face. What is it? It is like, you know, I have some landmarks that you can't miss, okay? It's there. I know of number one place. Okay, okay. there's quales, there's uh, other buildings there, there's zoos, there are things that I'm doing in the country, okay? I'm I'm not saying that I want to hide it. Even if the country turns their back on me and say that, oh, all your things that you did, we don't know where you got the money from, so we're seizing it. What do I, what power do I have? Mm -hmm. You know, but one thing you should remember is that I went from digging the ground by putting the block, putting the concrete. I sweat. I, I stood in the sun. I built it. I did it. And I want the youth to replicate that. I want the people in Ghana to be doing the same. We always don't have to sit here and watch somebody to come from outside before a building can come. Ghanaians home and abroad will connect to explore. We connect after the break. Bernard, 
brother Bernard. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. This morning, dear, hunger won't finish me. Oh. I bet. If we go buy gobe. This time, I won't miss you. Add small salad. Really? Small talia. Then soft cocoa. Specially made for me. Bear, you know how I did like customize my shoes. <laughs> because of what? The things that you did buy Vodafone made for me. Bando officer. Star 530 has video code to get the best value offers made just for you. With one Ghana City self, you fit do so. Hey, brother Bernard. So you know Vodafone made for me bandos. Where you they hide them from me, eh? Oh, just dial Star 530 hash. Vodafone made for me bundle offers. Go make you feel on top. Vodafone made for me shadow cook some unbeatable bundle offers give you. From voice data or voice plus data. I mean just for you. Make you just dial Star 530 hash. And subscribe to the Vodafone made for me bundle offers. Or make you download the my Vodafone app today, no. Vodafone, further together. Ready? Let's go. We all go bring some savannah. Everyone is dancing, everyone is singing, because everyone is painting with Savannah. Savannah paints from Azar are affordable enough for everybody to fulfill their paint needs. Paint more, pay less. Savannah paint, we all go paint some. We all go paint some Savannah. We all go paint some. First Sky Group, a wholly owned Ghanaian company made up of First Sky Construction, First Sky Bitumen Processing, First Sky Commodities, Volta Serene Hotel, Serene Insurance, First Sky Energies, and Ferro Rural Bank. Warmly invite you to its 21st Thanksgiving service on the theme, The Faithfulness of the Lord Never Ceases, Lamentations Chapter 3, verse 22 to 23. The Thanksgiving service in two parts will be hosted by the founder and executive chairman, Mr. Eric Sedi Kutocha, Friday, January 12, 2024, all night from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. at the Trinity Temple Assemblies of God Church, TTAG Community Temple, Ministry in Word. Reverend Mark Sese, National Missions Director, Assemblies of God, Sierra Leone, Reverend Sujit Alex, Thames North Area Leader, Assemblies of God, UK, Sunday, January 14, 2024, Thanksgiving service at the main auditorium of the Accra International Conference Centre at 10 a.m. Guest Speaker, Most Reverend Dr. Paul Kwabena Boafo, Presiding Bishop, the Methodist Church, Ghana. Special guest of honor, the Chief Justice, Her Ladyship, Mrs. Gertrude Araba Esabasaki Tokumu. Ministering in music will be Team Eternity and others. Also in attendance will be His Eminence, Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams, Reverend Dr. Stephen Yanusam Wengam, General Superintendent, Assemblies of God, Ghana, Reverend Professor Paul Frimpon Mansu, Immediate Past General Superintendent, Assemblies of God, Ghana. Reverend Dr. Silvanos Amagashichi Elon, Head Pastor, Trinity Temple, Assemblies of God, Ghana. Reverend Mark Sese, National Missions Director, Assemblies of God, Sierra Leone. Reverend Sujit Alex, Thames North Area Leader, Assemblies of God, UK. Apostle Professor Kojo Ninfo Opoku Onina, Reverend Dr. Lawrence Tete, Reverend Eastwood Anaba, Reverend Dr. Joyce Ai, Reverend Eddie Annan, Assemblies of God UK, and other senior clergy. For more details, contact 020 854 3441 or 050 It's the First Sky Group 21st Thanksgiving service. Don't miss it.
the beginning of the Fourth Republic, um, in 1992, Ghana's political scene has been dominated by... the new patriotic party NPP. The MPP and the National Democratic Congress the NDC. So since 1992, the NDC and the NPP have dominated Ghana's political landscape. Any dream of having a new force or a third force continues to remain a, a mirage. But a new force is imagined, led by businessman Anakwami Bediako, popularly known as Cheddar and Freedom Jacob Caesar. The founder of the New Africa Foundation believes he is the one to save Ghanaians from the two main political parties, NPP and NDC. Tonight, we are using him as a reference point to find out whether there is a possibility for a new force to emerge in Ghana. What will that new force need to topple the two main political parties? And is this the time? Is a question we'll be asking later um, on the show. Connecting with us on this matter from the UK is Dr. Kobimensa. He's a lecturer at the University of Ghana. He's a chartered marketer, a member of Political Marketing Specialist Group of the Political Studies Association UK. He's an associate editor, African Journal of Management and Research. He consults for corporate and political institutions on political marketing, corporate communication, social media deployment, and tourism marketing. Also connecting is Kofi Otri. He's a digital publicist. Worthy Elijah is a cybersecurity expert and IT audit specialist. Elijah loves to travel, so I'm sure he has definitely seen some of those huge billboards in town. Abdul Karim Ibrahim is a journalist and a researcher. Rahim Akwe is a student of Unimac GIJ and a member of the Economic Fighters League. They'll be joining us shortly. You can also connect with us via WhatsApp on 055 one 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 nine nine seven zero five five one 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 nine nine seven. My name is Maxwell Agbagba. We connect right after the break. When you want to eat, just momo it. Tired of the long queues in the supermarket? Pay with momo. When you really want that beautiful new blouse, just momo it. 
When you want to get a trim and get fresh to impress you know who, just Momo it. When you need to pay your utility bills and domestic staff, Shani Momo. When you want to send love to the family back home, send some Momo. Join the millions of MTN Momo users all over Ghana and live life the brighter way. So just Momo it. MTN. Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 14 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase K and USD campus, UC. Cape Coast and now at the Marina Mall Airport City or call us 0302 764101 Syntex Tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana and now introduces the customer specs order which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex Tanks gives you the biggest warranty of 7 years which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project or demand, choose Syntex Tank. Syntex Tank, stress-free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank, maximum guarantee. Call 0244-335-168. Kumasi 0505-555-666. Or visit SyntexGH.com. Syntex Tank. A year strong, a year tough. It's a century of safeguarding dreams with Enterprise Insurance. In the spirit of our 100th anniversary, Enterprise Insurance wraps it up with Yafinia Motor Promotion. One lucky winner will cruise around in a sleek brand new Nissan Kicks SUV. First and second runner-ups will jet off to Dubai for an all-expense-paid escape. Renew or get your vehicle insurance between January and June 2024 and win free fuel coupons. Monthly raffle draws give you cool gadgets like laptops, Samsung phones, microwaves, gas cooker, tabletop fridge and Anymore. Enterprise Insurance Yafinia Motor Promotion is on at all our branches. Call your broker or agent to buy or renew your motor insurance and make history with Ghana's oldest insurance company. Truly trusted. That's the enterprise advantage. Terms and conditions apply. This promo is regulated by the NLA on the Characters Lottery Platform. Enterprise, your advantage. <laughs> 
The Driver and Vehicle Licensing Authority, DVLA, has introduced a new online vehicle registration process. That's right. You can now log on to online.gov.gh to start your new vehicle registration process at the comfort of your location. Then, present your vehicle at any private vehicle test station with customs release documentation for verification and testing. Once that's done, you can visit any DVLA office for further vehicle inspection and biometric verification of the owner or authorized persons for your digital smart card. Yes, a smart card. No more paper documents and it's that easy. Log on to online.gov.gh today and start your new vehicle registration process now. DVLA, your safety are concern. I came here to add value to this world and to nature. I am not going to live here without God. I came to you as your salvation. I don't invest in myself alone. I am investing in you. Mostly and everything is by us, from us now. But I want the nation Mostly. To, yes, mostly, okay? I want the nation to understand that I am coming to you to support me. I ha just because you haven't seen me ask you, I am coming to ask you to donate, to help me, because I'm changing the narrative of politics in the history of Ghana. Now, why do I think this is changing it? If you look at the Western uh, democratic system, okay, every politician that becomes a leader or a president, he goes to the people. It doesn't matter whether he's a billionaire, he's a business person, or he's poor. He goes to the people and say, Please donate, help me to campaign. And the people put a dollar, five dollars, whatever dollars they want to contribute to this person. So he has some capital to campaign, because campaign does cost money, okay? It costs a lot. I might have to sell my building to pay for some billboards and to pay for some buses and to pay for people that are working, pay for media and pay for everything. I am about to ask them. My team will come together and it doesn't matter what you can contribute to us in this campaign that we're about to go through. Whether it's water, we will take it. Whether it's one city, we will take it. Anything that people give us, we will declare it. And we will show appreciation and we will use that money rightfully. This, it would reduce the jealousy, it reduce, you know, I know a lot of people are jealous, but I don't blame them. Mm. And I'm not fighting them. And as much as you don't like me, I can understand you. Because if, yes, if you don't have it at all, and I have it, then you have to ask yourself, how did I get it? Do you understand what I'm saying? And I'm trying to hint you that, you know, wisdom is one of the main things that has acquired my wealth. So he being on the... I'm sure that they would definitely want to ask all of these things that is owned by me. And so the voice you're hearing in the background is Nana Kwame Bidiaku, popularly um, known as Cheddar. And as you heard right from the beginning, he launched his campaign i should say <laughs> on sunday um it was supposed to take place at the independence square but finally we had an unveiling he dropped a mask on sunday and announced to the world that he's the face behind the masked man you've been seeing um on the giant billboards along ghana's uh, on the roads along ghana's principal um streets 
Connecting with us um, on this matter, like I mentioned to you earlier, is Dr. Kobimensa. He's a lecturer at the University of Ghana. He's a chartered marketer, a member of um, Political Marketing Specialist Group. He consults for corporate and political institutions on political marketing, corporate communication, social media deployment, and tourism marketing. Also connecting is um, Kojo Otri. He's a digital um, publicist. Um, we also have Wedi Elijah. He's a cybersecurity expert and IT audit specialist. We also have Abdul Karim Ibrahim. He's a journalist and a researcher. Rahim Akwe is a student of Unimark GIG and a member of the Economic Fighters League. I want to start. Hello, gentlemen, lady, welcome to Ghana Connect. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Great. Thanks, thanks for having me. Great. I, I want to start with you, Dr. Kobimensa. Um, you, you are connecting. Thank you very much. Mm, you are connecting um, from the UK. I want to find out from you, first of all, um, from where you sit as the, um, as the expert um, here. Wouldn't you agree that um, Nana Kwame Bediakun has revolutionized, revolutionized um, the political campaigning landscape you know, um, in Ghana with what we've seen so far? A maxed man on giant billboards um, um, across the country for weeks. We're all in suspense. We didn't know who it was. And finally, he drops the max and says, it is me. Don't you think he has revolutionized, you know, um, the political campaigning landscape here in Ghana? All right. Thanks for having me. Uh, let me say hi to the uh, fellow panelists, uh, especially my students. Uh, firstly, let me say that, yes, uh, he's a very smart guy. Uh, you could say that that was a smart move. I don't think that uh, you would use the word uh, revolutionized, you know, for that. That would be a, a, a stretch. I think that um, in the past, I think, uh, 2000 elections, that's when you could say that something completely new actually hit our screens, hit our political landscape. I wouldn't actually say that uh, having done uh, these, you know, billboards, giant billboards with a very, you know, uh, uh, what do you call, uh, perhaps, you know, suspended, uh, I mean, uh, a very creative, as you put it, creative, you know, advertising would, would, would qualify for a revolution. Uh, but of course, that was a smart move. It, it made people, you know, want to look for... If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. What to who was behind the mask? Uh, I would say that uh, for you to actually change the landscape of a political system, mm -hmm. you need more than advertising. Uh, you need more than uh, a certain a smart thinking. Uh, you need quite a lot of resources, uh, not in terms of material, but in terms of goodwill, in terms of you know very you know, innovative policies, responsive policies. You need. Some things that could actually uh, sort of engage, you know, the voters beyond, you know, the communication, beyond the advertisement, etc. So, yes, it would be, it, it can qualify as a smart move, but it wouldn't be a revolution. Mm. 
Interesting. Let me find out from you, Abdul Karim Ibrahim. Um, Dr. Kobe Menson says, yes, it's a smart move, but it doesn't qualify for, uh, for, 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 for the term that some people are using um, you know, on the streets. Let me find out from you. What came to mind when you first saw the billboard, you know, the maxed man, the new force? What came to mind, first of all, when you saw that? Hello, Abdul Karim Ibrahim. Kindly unmute for me. Hello, Karim. Okay, yeah. Hello, Karim. Okay, so I'll come back to you, Karim. But let me come to you. Um, Kojo, Kojo Achi. Hello. Yes, Kojo. Kojo, tell me, where did you first see um, the new Force billboard? And what came to mind when you saw it? So, we are suspect wondering who it was. Because, you know, sometimes when you are starting a movement, you need to, when people know it's you, it becomes a problem. You need to put people in suspense before you do yourself. But I was wondering who it was. Mm. Could mentioning names, but I just wanted to find out who it was. So, I saw the post on social media that he is the one. And I started to be a bold move because right now, we as Ghanaians, we are tired of these old people always making decisions for us, the youth. So we're even happy that someone within our caliber is actually moving for change and another initiative that will also benefit us. Because at the end of the day, our views and our voices will be heard. It's, it is interesting that you're talking about age because already um, Nanakwam Bidiako is using that um, as his trump card, um, stating that he's young, he's energetic. Uh, in fact, in an interview um, on Joy News, quote, he says, please give him a chance. Let me do it. I have the energy. I have the time. I have the grace. I have the glory. It is like I have five years more. Um, it is not like I have five years more to live. Um or something. I feel like I am halfway through my life or a little bit over, but I have a lot of energy and I have a lot of time. Karim, if you can hear me, um, do you think really um, this would sell? Um, if, if, if Because he's already using this as a trump card. He thinks um, th this puts him, you know, ahead of all the um, other people in the race. I'm sorry, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I can hear you, Karim. Yeah, great. Mm. Yeah, so um, for me, I, I, I am, I'm not as enthusiastic and, and optimistic about this as, as many uh, seem to be. Uh, and, and certainly, as you also seek to uh, really get from us uh, tonight in this conversation, I think that one, one thing is very true, uh, that as, as a nation, we're, we're very, very, we're very much in a very desperate situation. And as a result, um, we have always been clamoring for another—I mean, an alternative to the duopoly of NPP and NDC. Yeah. But I do not think that that is also any license at all for 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 us to get room for very desperate narcissistic individuals whose fortunes appear to be their only real stake in the game, right? And whose fortune really we have absolutely no idea where it's coming from. And for me, I, I do not see uh, this gentleman in question any differently from how I see Madame Ikuya or the other gentleman who 
uh, came third in the last election, uh, the, the pastor, what's his name again, uh, Osofu Chirabosom. I think there are more serious candidates than, than, than this gentleman is. Because beyond the theatrics of posting um, billboards around the city and, and then also capturing the attention of people here in Accra and Twitter and a few other places, who really sincerely and seriously considers that for the kind of problem that we have on our hands and the direction that we want to go with our democracy, what we need is a lion collecting, Gucci wearing, um, Sahelian vibe looking uh, guy from absolutely nowhere who would come and save us. I mean, when I listen to him, it's I like the idea that anybody at all has the the, the zeal, the desire. And I can see his Pan-African interest and all. If you go to his website, he has a couple of very interesting things to say about Pan-Africanism. And that seems to be his entry point. And that is why you would find him bring the likes of uh, Dr. Arikana and the others. But clearly, if not for anything at all on this continent, we've seen this over and over again. And we must be very careful of, of, of people uh, like that who appear to come and tell us that they are going to save us simply because they have money. Which money we cannot know where exactly it came from. But, but, but Karim, wouldn't you agree with me that that, that is what we need, you know, um, at this point? Uh, we need the integration <laughs> of the continent. We need the continent to come together. We need to project the African dream. We need people um, who have Africa at heart, people who, uh, I mean, Pan-Africanists. We need people who, you know, uh, put Africa first. And that seems to be, yeah. you know, one of the things he's, you know, projecting, one of the things that he's so passionate, you know, um, about. Is, is it all yeah, yeah, is, is it all doom and gloom? Yeah, I think I think unfortunately it's all doom and gloom in this view. And, and you and you know me, and and as a young researcher, also my interest really is in decolonization and, and African issues and all of that. So here's really an area of interest to me, and I would very much love it for for people who want to lead this country, for instance, to have the Pan-African outlook. Except that I go beyond the aesthetics really interrogate what it is that people say they, 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 they support or represent, right? And and I struggle really, Maxwell, I struggle to to see the the point of of, of his Pan-Africanness. But but let me also say that mm. I do really appreciate if he were not, for instance, using that as the as the entry point into a presidential race in a country like Ghana, I would think very differently of that. But again, the Pan-Africanism and the values and the principles are also, for instance, uh, what largely and, and, and primarily influence, for instance, our idea along the lines of economy, how we organize our society and all of that. For everything that he, he sort of represents so far and has put out there, it doesn't seem to me that he is someone with some very revolutionary uh, socialist orient orientation or connects with the African beings and the common people in ways that um, all the other guys roaming about somewhere in the United States who have money and come here to spend December with us are. He's not any different from from Nick Mill to me in the way that he goes about his things, right? So, so I appreciate it and I would love that uh, people would take more interest in Pan-Africanism and all, but I'm sorry. It, it, mm -hmm. It's not so cheap and so, so easy to just run with the rhetoric and then expect that something is going to come out of that. I am not confused and convinced at all. Hmm. Interesting. Worthy, let me let me come to you, Worthy. Uh, clearly, Abdul Karim Ibrahim is not is not enthused um, about Nana Kwame Bidiako. He's not he's not impressed. Um, he, he 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 doesn't see anything you know um, good, for want of a better word, you know. 
coming out of his candidature. Uh, you've been traveling. Um, you've been traveling across Ghana, and I'm sure you've definitely come across, you know, some of these bill, billboards. Hello, Wethy. Wethy, can you hear me? Hello, Wethy. Yeah, hello, Maxwell. Yes. Good evening. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now, yeah. Hello, Maxwell. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now, Elijah. Yeah. Yeah. Good evening uh, to your listeners and uh, good evening to our panelists. Um, I got your question. I hope I don't break because of my location. And um, yeah, I, um, as you said, Karim is really not enthused about uh, the new force uh, tag that has been introduced in the political arena. But then I think I will agree with um, Doc on the statement that he made when he said um, in Ghanaian politics, actually, when you look at it, um, no new force has really been introduced aside the 2000s where um, um, Kufour, former President Kufour came into the scene and then challenged the whole political discourse with... Um, with um, JJ Rollins and then that Tamil's um, combo. But then with regards to the new force concept, um, I think I will agree with Abdul Karim, uh, Karim on certain issues like when it comes to the principles that he wants to perpetuate, which is the principles of Pan-Africanism, um, being able to relate with the youth on certain topics. Um, I think um, the brand is a bit confusing and then I, I think the brand has to be very specific. Um, personally, for me, I was I was looking at um, the interview that he just granted and some of the statements that he made. And then I realized that um, he was trying to say the reason why he invited these, in quotes, Pan-Africanists to come for the convention event, which was canceled, was because he wanted to bring the 60s back into the 21st century their ideas, and then their ideologies of Pan-Africanism. But then, when you critically look at it, I don't think the ideas of the 60s will really work in the 21st century. And, I mean, um, this calls for a lot of, you know, reshaping the thoughts and then the thinking of Ghanaians in many regards. And um, with regards to a bit of my travels and what I've seen in Ghana, I think, aside a new force being introduced in Ghana, what we need is a problem-solving political party which has the interest of the citizens at heart, which has policies and objectives and goals in place where it is going to affect all the system regions of Ghana, affect all the over 30 million populations of Ghana, not only those in Accra and Kumasi and then Cape Coast or probably Takradi, but then everybody is going to benefit. Um, for example, today um, on my flight to um, Tamale, um, I realized that when you get into the Midlands between um, the, 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 the south and then the north, mm. there's a lot of vast lands, a lot of vast rivers that could be explored and all those things. But then what is the new force going to do about this? Now, uh, mind you, the new force that has been introduced in this political space is not just Nanakwam um, Bidiakum, but then we have the, um, the, the, the scene of... Um, the, the former honorable is Alan Chamantin with his political campaign. And then we have the introduction of some new people who want to run for independent, in, as independent candidates and all that. So, yeah. I mean, for me, if you are talking about a new force in Ghana, 
from my perspective as a volunteer and someone who, who has Ghana as her at heart, it's about a new force that will consider all the 16 regions, all the 30, 30 million plus citizens of Ghana, consider the real issues on ground, health, education, um, law, legislation, facilities, roads, and all the basic communities that will make a nation a nation. And we'll consider issues as taxation. So if we're a political party and are not discussing these things, I mean, um, I don't see you as a new force. Mm. That's that's for me. Interesting. Uh, let, let me go to Dr. Kobe, um, Kobe Mensah. Um, already, we had seen um, the results of the campaign um, of Nana Kwame Bidiakon, you know, um, translated into... Um, it seems to be making some inroads, right? So the Global Info Analytics um, put out um, their projection of the 2024 elections, and they said that uh, John Mahama is in a clear lead. That's their recent, you know, um, survey followed by Dr. Mahmoudou um, Baumia, and then others following. Now, we've seen some social media surveys. I think uh, we have one of that social media polls. Polls, you know, we have one of that here, and surprisingly, Nana Kwame Bediakon. John Mahama led that poll, right? Um, my colleague Papa Niasal will be coming with that, with that, with that result, you know, um, shortly. But John Mahama led that poll, and then um, surprisingly, Nana Kwame Bediakon um, was the second. You know, as, as the marketer that you are, uh, how do things play out in you know in instances like this? How do these things play out to project, you know, um, a particular candidate? Uh, Maxwell, um, uh, firstly, let me say that um, I can understand the position of uh, Karim. Um, uh, he, he could he could feel a certain disappointment in his voice uh, because of the perceived publicity that we actually given to a certain candidate, especially you know um, uh, the candidate that we are talking about. So you could you could hear him trying to control the kind of language he wants to use, I would say that we, we probably have to be a little bit careful in our language just as he's trying to prevent himself from using. But you can understand the uh, the anger or, uh, you know, uh, the position that you have. And that's exactly what I I'm, 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 I'm want to drive at. You know, the candidate we're talking about has managed to insert himself into the political discourse of this country. But you would ask yourself whether that is indeed the kinds of leadership that, you know, we need. Obviously, a smart guy, he's performed, so to speak, in terms of business. Uh, I'm not sure uh, whether you would actually use the output of material wealth as a measure of performance. But, of course, if without any other information, in the midst of information asymmetry, uh, you would want to say that perhaps he's done well for himself. Uh, clearly, he has a certain material advantage, material wealth, and so uh, he could do many things. Uh, he has inserted himself into Pan-African political discourse which I found very interesting, the kind of words he used. Uh, when he had his, his uh, event, uh, he, he sort of, you know, uh, aligned himself or compared himself with, you know, uh, Asajifu Dr. Kwame Nkrumah, with, you know, Martin Luther King, saying that 
he, unlike Martin Luther King, had had a vision, but in a dream, but not a dream. That seems to downplay Martin Luther King's you know, position, which I thought that the professor, uh, Pierlo Lumumba, was actually found it quite quite strange because he rolled his eyes, you know, in that sense. Mm. And typically, exactly what he's trying to do to insert himself into the political discourse of this country because he has a certain material wealth that could actually make him do so. I don't think that people actually take him as a serious political you know, leader or a political candidate. And that's why some people are trying to restrain themselves from the kind of words they're using. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ghanaians need better than that. You know, leadership, better than that. Now, uh, you, could, you could perhaps use your material wealth to buy publicity to put yourself out there. But I don't think that in terms of voting and leadership, the people would actually you know, consider you as that. And as, as the earlier speaker actually mentioned, traveling across the country, if you do a poll that perhaps on the social media that puts you in the midst of some no notable leaders, does not actually mean that, you know, you are marketable enough. The country is actually looking forward to to see you as he, he seems to call himself as a savior. I don't think that's the case. You know, anybody who has the money can actually do that. He could perhaps, you know, use that resource, especially granted that we're in a very dire economic situation. He could perhaps use that as an influence. We have seen that even uh, uh, existing or, you know, a current status quo leaders have been using money to do that so it's something that he could also do it and he wouldn't be uh, i don't think that he could be blamed for it because the political parties the politicians are already are doing so all right so he could do that he could he could use his wealth to sort of uh, push the the voters especially a certain segment of the voters not everybody else a certain segment of the voters to actually seem to be pushing him into the political, you know, uh, arena. But I don't think that's the kind of leadership we need. We have to be serious. We have to be uh, very measured in the kind of people that we want as leaders. And by the way, political leadership politicians do not come as one person. You need a very, uh, 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 what we call, a critical mass of, you know, leadership that could actually govern the country when the country is given to you. I don't think that he has that. And I'm not sure whether is going to be able to assemble, uh, so to speak, leaders that are of political measure to actually follow him. He could actually, you know, use his money to invite one or two people, but I don't think that that's the way forward for us. So whoever has done a poll to to for him to look as though he's in the midst of it. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. I, I doubt the integrity of those polls. Mm-hmm. I doubt the, the 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 I mean the competencies that he has to become a political leader. He could be the businessman, of course. Uh, he could be an entrepreneur, of course. 
political leadership is much more than being smart. It mm. takes quite a lot of things. And by the way, when we talk about Pan-Africanism, it's not about you claiming that. If you look at the lives of uh, uh, you know, uh, they worked for it, mm. not using resources to be you know, creating publicity that they are Pan-African. There are certain traits as a Pan-Africanist, not that you call yourself, but that you work for it. People see you as such. So if people haven't actually seen you as such, but then you're using wealth for publicity, claiming that you're Pan-African, that does not make you a Pan-Africanist. You could be a believer in a Pan-Africanism, but it doesn't make you a Pan-African leadership as he's trying to do by inviting PLO, by inviting Dr. Arita, etc. I don't think that's how it works. We have to be mindful the way we project people in this country. Otherwise, everybody else with money can actually project themselves in that sense. And it becomes a status quo. That is very worrying. And that's why people would use certain language, which I would plead, that would probably have to be measured in the way we describe people because... Of course, they also hold certain legitimacy within certain sectors. Mm. But please, we have to be mindful of the way we project people. Mm. Doc, I'll go to I'll go to Karim and then um, Kojo shortly. But I, I want to find out uh, from you. So essentially, what you're saying is you do not think that the new force is going to be a force to reckon with in the 2024 uh, elections. <laughs> you don't it think it is not. If we're talking about you know who along the geopoly is a serious force. Then we can talk about a movement for change. We can talk about, you know, uh, Alan Chimenton. Of course, he had been one of the leading political leaders in this country. He is very much fundamentally representing a certain ideological position. People have seen what he's done in the ministries, etc. You probably can talk about that. Of course, you know, uh, the, the, the uh, uh, Freedom Jacob Caesar had worked in business, he has certain you know, wealth, you know, he's known within his in his sector, his arena. But I don't think that one you can easily translate that into the political discourse and say, because you have done this, it would actually fetch you that much in politics. I think my colleague, you know, uh, Dr. Laurentia uh, Japan actually did a study on uh, how, you know, uh, what called celebrity images could actually translate into political capital and there was none i mean not none but it was very little that you could actually do in terms of transferring your goodwill in the celebrity into the political arena it doesn't work like that so he could be that business tycoon you know done so many things he could be being celebrated by young people they look at him as sort of a you know a measure of success but you can't easily convert that into a political capital. There's quite a lot of things that you must do. And and the, currently, the, the traits that he has, I don't think is enough. If you want to really kind of translate into that, then he needs a lot of work. He needs a lot of work. Kojo? Uh, Kojo? Hello, Kojo? Yeah, I'm here. Yes, um, Kojo, you've you've had Doctor um, Kobe Mensah um, saying that um, yes, Dana Kwame Bediakun really needs to do a lot of work if indeed he wants to, you know, be the force to reckon with, a force to reckon with in the twenty twenty four elections. Um, I don't know what you make of what you've seen so far, your assessment so far about you know his 
political strategy and how he's going about it, you know, sending his message across. There, there are those who think that um, his message is really resonating with the people. They think that his message is really resonating, you know, with the grassroots. You, you, you go on um, digital media, you go on social media, you see people discussing him and, and some believe strongly that he's somehow of the firm conviction that he's the, he's the, he's the, he's the third force. Yeah, so we, we, we know that, um, as I was saying, um, as um, Doc was saying, people have a way of positioning themselves in the society. So that was something he used because we all know China to be a very successful business mogul. He does a lot of, um, he has a lot of friends who are rich. And this event that he did was a strategy to put himself well in the media space and also in the face of Ghanaian. Me, for instance, what we need, we need is a new or a fresh face to be able for us to be heard, as I said earlier. But with what he he is portraying right now, he's using a method of trying to get we, the youth, to reckon with him and also choose him as our next leader. He might not win if he stands now, but as Doc said, there's more work for improvement. So as people are bashing him, I feel like a lot of people should actually tell him that this is not the right way to go if you want to have a political stand in this country. Okay. Okay, could you Now let me come to you, um, Karim. Yeah, so, so Karim, you've heard from um, Dr. Kobe Mensah. Um, he says that your critique of Nana Kwame Bediako is really, you know, too strong. You need to tone down on, you know, your critique of his, you know, um, strategy. I don't know if that is informed, you know, with the benefit of hindsight. You, you've experienced some of these things in the past. Or you think, there are others who also think that, look, the, the birds are coming home to roost now. Um, they've seen the transition, you know, from what they have seen previously as someone who is all about, you know, flaunting his wealth on social media, like you suggested, you know, and someone who is now talking about, you know, uh, uh, um, development, talking about national development, talking about Pan-Africanism and all of that. What really informed, you know, this this perception that you have about Nana Kwame Bidiakon? And what he's yeah, doing now, what, whether what he's yeah, doing now would change, you know, uh, uh, um, your yeah. view about him. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Ola, yeah, I, and I, I think I should note first and foremost that I, I appreciate the point that um, um, uh, Prof makes. But and again, I, I think that he also sort of says the same thing that I'm, um, I'm driving at here. But of course, he does it a lot, a lot more professionally than than I would. I am a casual commentator. Uh, I am a journalist. So I could run like that and, and, and not have a problem. So, but yeah, I appreciate it. The point that I'm, I'm making really is that I think that we need to be able to assess the kind of problem that we have. The reason why we would have a conversation about the possibility of a third force is for a very, very serious cause. It is because we think that the, the, the time is due to, to try something new among other things like that. But I just have a challenge with this seasonal um uh, approach of always talking about the third force in a way that we are never really serious about even the media in terms of how everybody has sort of jumped onto 
this this train it, it's become so easy and so it means that all that it takes for one to be able to make themselves a compelling force in, the, in our conversation is to demonstrate some uh, amount of money or some level of wealth or otherwise you can be as spectacularly uh, 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 as we have seen with many political leaders these days who have now sort of become the, the, the popular guys in, in many circles. If you go to the, the ruling NPP, for instance, one of the biggest voices in the party is a man who threatens journalists and has gone about saying all manner of, of things. He was very, very close in the last um, parliamentary, uh, I mean, uh, primaries that they, they conducted. Yeah. If you look at the NPP, for instance, in the Ashanti region, the most influential political, uh, political person in that region as it stands now is a man who just goes about creating spectacles, insulting, and it's a sensation for, for radio, for TV, for, for news, and all of those things. That is where the problem is. We should not be platforming people just on the account of nothing. What values do we have? And if someone comes out and then says that they are, they are, they are a visionary, if you go to his website, for instance, this is a visionary, uh, he's an industrialist and a nation builder. Absolutely no evidence whatsoever. But somehow, because he's able to have the money and do whatever it is that attracts attention, all of us seem to be very interested. And journalists forget that there's a distinction between the work that we are doing and what bloggers who talk about people's lifestyles are also about. And for me, if at the end of the day, all of this are going to be contributing to the political discourse and, and, and shape what we do in terms of what we consider to be very serious alternative, then we have a problem. So it is along these lines that I think about this. My point really can never be about the fact that if someone felt that they wanted to be president or they have an, an ambition, they should not uh, advance it. I'm totally in full support of people expressing themselves and living their life. But the rest of us, the way that we engage these kinds of things, right, is, is really problematic. And that's why I've said, and I'll, and I'll say it again, I... On the on the on the side of lightheartedness when it comes to these things, we take it care of a lot more serious than somebody like him. And and again, the evidence has also suggested that other people have done better. Even fix the country, right? We haven't treated fix the country the same way. We haven't done the same way for Enesho uh, Yeboah uh, and his other colleagues in Economic Fighters League, right? These are things that we can very much see. If you look at Enesho Yeboah and his group, they are enclomized, they are Pan-Africanists also, but they lack something. They lack the spectacle and what is able to buy that spectacle. And that's what we are getting from this Gucci wearing guy who, who loves the idea of hiring himself mm. as Ka the president of Africa. Ka Karim, is, is it the case that you've not seen enough political activism, you know, from mm -hmm. Nana Kwame Bidiakou, and that is also partly informing, you know, this this view that you have of him. So you mentioned Gucci wearing, you know, and all, you, yeah. you, you want you want to see him <laughs> fold fold his long sleeves and be on the streets demonstrating or doing something. No, no I, I guess what I'm trying to do here, really, and do mm. not hide away from it, is to actively discredit him because there's nothing, there's nothing that convinces me or even you, I believe. That, that this is a serious character, and if we are talking about the future of our democracy, and we are actively interested in what the idea of a first force could be, it cannot be this guy, because there's nothing that points up to that direction, except, of, of course, he has money, and he has done engaging this spectacle that has 
attracted our attention. But, but he, he, he has used that, that money to put up a lot of investments in you know in, in the country, um, in Accra, for instance. I mean, we're talking about which ones exactly? Uh, we're talking about Qualis apartment. You're talking about the signature building. You're talking about the number one Oxford Street building. He, he's doing a lot in this country, investing. You know, do, do, you, do you even know if they pay taxes? Abdul Karim Ibrahim. Hello, Maxwell. Okay. Time to go to Eliza. Yeah, let, let, let me go to yeah, Eliza and then I come to um, Papa Ni Ashali. Yeah, Eliza. Okay, sure. Uh, Eliza, Maxwell, are you, are you yeah. convinced that the Nakwami Bediakun is the third force um, a lot of Ghanaians have been yearning for? He says he's the new force. Do okay. you think he's the new force? Do you think he's the third force uh, a lot of us have been yearning for? Okay, um, um, bef um, as I jump to your question, I will just piggyback on what Doc has said, especially on the comments on the polls. You know, some of these polls, it doesn't really go far than to just push on social media to let you know that, okay, the social media is working. And, you know, for these analytics, they mostly pull from, you know, keywords, using, um, you know, search engine um, optimization and all that. So, I, I, as Doc said, we can't really trust the data. And, you know... There is a way in Ghana where data does not really trickle down to what is the reality on the ground. Because the data will not reflect what is happening in the village in Imbana, Yeri, or what is happening in the village in Asama, Kesi, or Bekwai. So, I mean, uh, the data or the, the analytics have to be checked a bit. And also, um, to comment on what he said about the fact that in Ghanaian politics, you can't just quickly transfer goodwill into a political experience. So basically what this new force is trying to bring into the fold is sort of like transferring this goodwill of I've given um, slippers to these kind of people. I have pictures from 2020 doing this, doing that, doing that, and transferring it to, to political power. But that is not political power. Political power is a living organism that has many structures that work together to produce a tangible impact to the society. And the society must accept you. So these are some of the questions the new force has to be answering. And then another question that we need to um, answer before we'll be able to say that this new force is sort of something that Ghanaians want is we need to actually sit down as Ghanaians and look at the qualities we need from a new political force that will actually move the nation in a positive direction. And the intention of this new political force should not be about supporting or giving more you know fuel to the lifestyle of the elite but then bringing tangible impact and changing the lives of those at the grassroots you you ask that question is the new force really looking at the grassroots is the new force looking at only a crap and you know you mentioned a question about someone who has made investments in Accra, qualis and all those things how many Ghanaians can afford qualis how many Ghanaians can afford the living in Accra? So is this new, you know, from my earlier submission, I said a new force in the political arena should be looking at how it is going to solve the problems of the 16 regions, over the 30 million people in Ghana, and then bringing about a systematic or a fundamental change in the structure of our governance in the country. Okay. So when you are talking about systematic change, you are talking about all the three arms of government. Yeah. Is separation of powers really happening in Ghana? Is 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 his political party really going to make any impact there? Yeah. So to your question, I mean, um, the new force we are discussing today, 
I, I, I really don't think that this new force that has mm. been introduced in will have that much impact. Probably okay. the change movement will try and have some impact. Um, Chabosum will try and have some impact. Um, but then, I mean, I, I don't know for this new force. Okay. But then, yeah, Thank it's you. something I will discuss. I mean, Thank it's you. attractive to the youth because of the Gucci and all that. But then, let's see how it goes. F Thank you, Elijah. time to connect to you to hear what you've been saying uh, my colleague michael papaniashali is in the studio um michael babster mm. tell us what's happening on social media what Great. are people saying so let's let's start from i'll, I'll give you the poll and then you mentioned a bit yeah. of the poll later but let's go to whatsapp now and maxwell your namesake is connected with us from Usu and he says we certainly need a third force mm. the two main political parties are just taking us for a ride whilst we the citizens are wallowing in poverty they are only interested in the next election god save our homeland my name is nash maxwell thank you very much so um let's go to our post now right we asked a simple question who are you voting for in the upcoming 2024 elections and this was posted sometime in the morning maxwell we have well over twenty-six thousand people participating in this particular poll they are interested in trying to express their view on who exactly they are going to be voting for. We have Dr. Mahmoud Mahamia on that on that list, John Dramani Mahama, Alan Chomantin, and then Nana Kwame Bidiakon. Let me start from the bottom. Surprisingly, Alan Chomantin, who a month ago, or yeah. even before the new first billboards came up, was the third force, yeah. got 7% of the... Yes, yeah, Afrofranto, yes, yeah, Butterfly. Yeah, yeah. Got 7% of all the people who said that we're going to vote for him mm. come 2024 elections now next on the list maxwell guess who would that be tell me <laughs> well dr mahobudu oh, yeah. came through with 14 percent of the total vote people who say well as it stands now if they have to vote they're going to vote for him just 14 percent uh twice that of alan chamantin mm. but up next is nana bidiakon nana kwami bidiakon mm. third force the new force i beg your pardon yeah his name comes up and then finally 42 percent of the people who participated in our poll say john dramani mahama has their vote but let me take you to the some of the comments this one yeah. here from nana i'll say um Anyamedu says npp entities have all failed actually but this government dear no 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 uh, this one says that well how is Baumia able to get 40 percent mm. well he, she doesn't think that he should have got that that's from mary banks mm. um another one here says that well nana kwami bidiaku is a certain man he has nothing for the country Muhammad cannot cannot come back Bamiya is also a not not for me i prefer kennedy japan any day but kennedy is not on that list so max so you've heard from people right yeah there, there's a picture here of someone who has posted a question to the guy you mentioned earlier mm. uh yeah that well he thinks that Chabozon is the third force interesting well he let was me, so, in let the me, last let election let's see how he goes this year great thanks much um, michael papani actually uh, let me ask our guest 10 10 five seconds um each who they think is the third um force or who is the new force let me start with you um dr copimenza dr copimenza in five seconds who is the new force no i mean uh if you are talking about a force you need to not necessarily 
someone who has a name recognition. Mm. But we're talking about, you know, a very serious, compelling candidate. Um, currently, as we speak, you would say that Alan Chamantin is a compelling candidate. Okay. You couldn't actually say that either uh, Bidiaco is. No. Okay. Okay. Thanks so much, um, Dr. Kobe Mensa. Abdulkarim Ibrahim, who is your third force? Or who is your new force, as you'd ask? Uh, we're going to have to do without them. There's not one yet. There's... No wait. Wow. Interesting. Elijah, what about you? Uh, I mean, Maxwell, um, oh I think the new force yeah. is the people of Ghana. Um, I mean, it will always be the people of Ghana, and then it will, it will keep being the people of Ghana. Mm. The citizens <coughs> of Ghana, not the elite. Interesting. What about you, Kojo? <laughs> Maxwell, I'm clear answer already. I, I know the answer already. Who, who's the new I'm force? Yeah, I'm, the third force. I'm going. With, I'm, yeah, I'm going with them. Okay, you're going with them. Okay. 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 One for Nana Kwame So I have this one here. It says the only reason people like um, Nana Kwame Bidiakum is that he, they feel they can take us for a ride and arrogate to themselves titles they have not earned, is because those we believed could, at the very least, give us decent governance have failed spectacularly, and to make matters worse, they have also monetized the system using state resources as a weapon of manipulation. So when you have um, a cheddar who has money to f who has money, he feels he can lay claim to the presidency or to put it bluntly, um, buy it. Okay. That's a message coming from um, one of our testers, um, Kojo, there. Okay, but let me say thanks, special thanks to Dr. Kobe Mensa, um, who joined us from the UK. You had Abdul Karim Ibrahim, he's a journalist and researcher, worthy Elijah is a cyber security expert and IT um, audit um, specialist. You also had... Um, from Worthy Elijah, you also heard from um, Kojo Autry. He's a digital um, publicist. We want to say big thank you to you, um, gentlemen, for connecting with, uh, with us. And also for those of you who tested um, into the show, we want to say big thank you um, to you. My name is Maxwell Agbagba. show was ably produced by Michael Papani Ashley. We'll be back next week, Friday. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Bye-bye.